Welcome to the community where passion for life and healthy sexuality connect beautifully and easily. I'm your host, Amanda Ammons, and my goal in life is to help you thrive. And a huge part of that is your sex life. Your one life was meant to be amazing, sex included. You most likely haven't been shown this, but I'm here to tell you, you're beautifully and intricately made. Made for more, made for the best. However your journey brought you here, join me in a new conversation about one of the most amazing things ever created, intricate, passionate intercourse. Together, let's break the shame cycle. Let's learn how to please and be pleased. Let's fight fear, find freedom, and freaking have fun. Welcome to the Passion Connected Show. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Passion Connected Podcast. I'm so excited you're here. So today we are going to talk about being a grateful partner in bed um, and just what it means to have a positive mindset and why you will benefit from it. As I was processing through this podcast episode, I was thinking, you know, when I say the words being a grateful partner in bed, typically that comes with the connotation of there's something that you might not be grateful for, or there's something that kind of gets in the way of having a joyful, thankful, positive attitude. And I know for myself, I don't always like hearing that I need to be grateful. I don't always like hearing that I should be positive, um, especially from somebody else. You know, when there's a problem in my life or there's something going on or there's something I'm not grateful for, I want and feel like I have the right to be mad or I have the right to be ungrateful and frustrated and like, well, this is not working out for me and this is not what I want and this is not how I thought things were going to go. And or maybe there's somebody who is wronging me or I feel like like someone is not living up to the expectations that I have and I feel like maybe I'm justified in being ungrateful. Um, and being frustrated by things. And so as I was thinking through this episode, I was like, you know, if I was the person listening to this, which I do, and I process through my own words a lot and, you know, take my own advice, um, live it out. And I realized I would really probably not like listening to this episode um, because it would challenge me and it would make me question where I was at. But the awesome thing about podcasts is it's a safe space. Um, I love listening to podcasts because when I'm listening to other people's podcasts, no one else is listening to it with me. So they don't have to know what I'm processing through. They don't have to know how much I resonate with things that I need to change on or things that I feel like um, are really hitting home. I can choose to tell them those things if I want to, but I can work through it on my own time and and take it in my own space. And so this really is a safe space. And so if if you have any areas of your life where you are really frustrated or bitter or um, hurt or whatever it is, and this does not negate being hurt. Um, it just is seeing how we can bring joy and gratitude into our life. If that is you, if you feel like you're in any one of those spaces um, where things are just difficult 
then I am really, really excited you are here. I'm excited to learn and grow with you and pass on some of the things I've learned, especially in this episode, some of the things that I am really excited to apply in my counseling practices. So before we get started, though, I wanted to throw in here real fast. I do have my Design Your Sex Life packet where I walk you through a little bit of what it looks like to get the sex life of your dreams, what it looks like to design that, the the kinds of things that you need to work through. It's really fast. It's got like a little work packet and um, a video that comes with it. I will have the link for that in the show notes. Um, But if that sounds interesting to you, I really encourage you to go over and grab that. Shoot me back an email after you um, watch it and download it and work through it. And I would love to help you take steps on getting the sex life of your dreams and and getting the intimacy and all of those things that you were made for. So like I said, if that sounds interesting, go ahead and grab that from the show notes down below. Okay. So being a grateful partner in bed. Oh, so fun. Oh, so fun. Um, when I was thinking through this, I was really thinking about the different kinds of people in the world And, um, I was processing with Kyla the other day, just what is motivating to me, what in life gets me really excited and gets me up and going in my days and really being productive, being the kind of person that I want to be. And it's simply asking the question of who am I, who am I as a person? And that really, that question can just change my world, change my life, change my perspective. All you have to do is ask me that and I, my day just resets, um, because I know who I want to be. And I was thinking through the different types of people in the world that we see. And I wanted to pose this question to you. Who do you prefer to be around? Who encourages you? Who lifts you up? Who brings light to your day? Makes you feel good. Makes you feel encouraged. Makes you want to be around them more. Is it the person who is always grateful for the things that they have. The one who, even in the bad times, at least knows, knows there is good and sees that good and communicates that good. Or is it the person who's always pissed at what they don't have (laughs) or who is always striving for the next thing, but not in a way that's motivated and joyful and grateful for what they already have, but instead in a way that is feeling like they're missing out, having a little bit of, you know, looking at their neighbor and seeing what their neighbor has and and feeling like life is unfair or, you know, things are just always bad with them. Who is it that you want to be around? Another question. Who is it that seems to actually have more good going for them? When I look at the people in my life and I sit there and think, okay, who is really grateful for what they have? Who is really joyful? Who feels like, you know, they are just thankful and appreciative and really see the little beauties in life? Um, and, And where do they stand? And comparatively to other people in my life, um, the ones who are grateful have a lot going for them. The ones who are grateful tend to be better off financially. The ones who are grateful tend to have better relationships with their kids. The ones who are grateful tend to have better relationships with their spouses and their friends. And I'm not saying that, you know, gratefulness is it, 
is the thing, but I do think gratefulness is huge. Um, I, I love Ann Voskamp's stuff and she has a book called 1000 Gifts and it really is all about gratefulness. And she talks about how she used to write down one thing every day that she was thankful for. And she had this giant list of things that she was thankful for. And it completely changed her perspective and completely changed her life. And I tried that for a little while just in my journal. And it is amazing what it will do when you take a moment to actually practice being a grateful person. I don't think that gratefulness is something that always comes naturally necessarily. Um, I think it's a learned trait and it is something that we should want to learn So, you know, back to that question of who is it that you want to be around? Who are the people that you admire? They, at least in my own life, I see this pattern of them being grateful. And those are the kinds of people that I want to be like. And in the moment, especially in your sex life, it might not always feel like you want to be grateful. You might not be grateful. (laughs) You might have a lot of things kind of not going right or not going good in your sex life. And there are times that it might also feel like there's not a single good thing there. And that can be really, really hard. And so, you know, I think a lot of times the advice that we get when it comes to being grateful, or at least the advice that I was told when I was younger is to, you know, see the good. What is the good thing? And I, and I think that is a really, really good question. And it's a question that I asked my family and I asked myself and I asked my husband, what is good? You know, when, it, when we're having crappy, crappy days, I ask myself that and I say, okay, this is wrong. This is wrong. This is wrong. And this is wrong. What is good? What is good? And it is a really, really good question. And I like focusing on those things and maintaining those things. The one problem that I see with that question is it doesn't necessarily alter your perception and or always help the things that aren't so good. And when you have rough things in your sex life, be it an affair, porn, not having sex, disconnection, pain, infertility, whatever it is, whatever is going on, it can be really, really difficult to pinpoint that one thing that helps you sort of move through and, and progress forward past all of the bad things. And so instead of that, or I guess in conjunction, go ahead and ask that question and, and, you know, work through that and add that to your list of things. But to move past that and even more forward into a positive headspace, a grateful, grateful partner in bed into feeling like there is hope, feeling like there's a chance for things, feeling like you have something to hold on to. I would like to have you practice a few other things. So first of all, I want to talk about what is called the miracle question in counseling. So this is more of a solution-focused mindset, which is uh, basically, you know, there's different theories in counseling. You can be focusing on problems from different perspectives, and solution-focused is radically, radically different than a lot of the other ones. Um, It's not looking at the problems so much. It's not looking at 
you know, history or um, the systems around you, all of these different things. It is much more focused on, okay, you're obviously here for a reason. What is it, you know, where are we going? Where, where do we move forward? That the belief is, you know, the more that you are focused in on the problems, the more the problems are going to be present and amplified versus the more that you focus in on the solutions or moving forward, the more that those are going to be amplified. And it really is where you place your energy and your thoughts um, and your emotional and your your behaviors, where you put all of the energy from those things, where you place that energy, that is where the growth is going to happen. If you think about your life, where you place most of your energy is where things actually get done. Where you place most of your energy is where things move forward. And that can be Netflix and you can get through several seasons of a TV show. Or that can be reading through a book. Or that can be learning to be a more positive parent. Or that can be gardening for me. I'm loving that. Where The plants that I put my most intention into, my most care, my most thoughts... Um, those are the ones that thrive because those are the ones that are getting what they need because that's where I put my energy. And so with solution focused, there is what is all, you know, I've kind of explained a lot of different things, but what is called the miracle question, which I kind of mentioned, which is basically in counseling, they will ask you to do this, which I'm going to go ahead and have you do now, which is close your eyes and think about it. Focus in on whatever it is, the problem or the thing or or wherever you have some sort of strife. So, you know, for this podcast, we're talking about your sex life. But if you're here and you're listening to this and there's another thing that you really feel like you need to be focusing on, focus on that thing. So close your eyes and think about that thing. Think about the problem. Think about everything that's going on, everything that you want to say, everything that you want to do, all of the things you feel about it, all the frustrations, all the disappointments, all the hurts all the loneliness, all the fears, all the confusion. And if you were to go to sleep tonight and wake up tomorrow morning and everything was fixed, what would be different? What would be different? How would you act? What would you act like? What would you do? How would things have changed? Now, I want you to open your eyes and I want you to think about how you feel from that. What is the feeling of all of that positivity, all of the amazing things going on, all of the changes that have happened? And I want you to hold on to that. I want you to grip to that for dear life if you need to. And think of it as yours. And, you know, if we were in counseling, we would start working through, you know, all the different things. Like if you, you know, if everything was better, you probably would act X, Y, Z. You would get up in the morning and you would feel joyful. You would hug your spouse and you would say, hello, dear, I love you. And, and everyone would be happy and there would be peace in the home and, and this would happen and that would happen. Or if you want to think about your sex life. If everything was just snap, it was just perfect. Like you waved a magic wand or the miracle happened overnight and, and you're going to bed, what would happen? How would things go down? What kind of communication would there be? 
What kind of actions would there be? What kind of feelings would there be? What kind of thoughts would you have? And, you know, we would spend a lot of time working through that, probably several sessions, which we don't have here, but you can go ahead and work through those things and you can keep diving in deeper. Don't just take it and like run with, oh, that's great. And that feels good. And I might like change, you know, this, that, and the other thing, whatever. No, really, when it comes to this question, you can dive deep. You can take time. You can get a journal. You can really, really, really work through this. You can change a lot in your life by asking this question on repeat and seeing who you are as a person, what would change and how you would act and and where you would put your time and energy and focus. But right here, right now, we're going to take some action steps on that to be a grateful partner in bed. So you have this, this miracle. I want you to take the first few things that come into your mind and I want you to put them where you're going to see them, where you're going to remember them, um, where it's going to be right in front of you and you can remember to take action on them. But I want you to put them in word form, write them down and put them on post-its, put them on your mirror. Or I have what's called the, it's um, an app called Yap, Y-A-P-P. And it sends you uh, random affirmations and reminders throughout the day. You can set it to how many um, different number of affirmations, but you write the affirmation in, in your phone and it'll just kind of send you a notification. It's like the only thing I actually get notifications on. I don't even get text message notifications because I like to keep my phone pretty simple. But I'll tell you what is amazing is whenever the affirmation that I have in my phone that is Kyle is my best friend pops up on my phone, I smile literally every time. I'm like, yeah, he is. And there have been difficulties where it's felt like maybe we aren't best friends or like this is really hard. And it has been so good to just keep that in front of myself and say, this is what I'm aiming for. This is where I'm going. I am grateful because I know this to be true. Be it now, be it the future, be it something that was in the past. Kyleb is my best friend. And that changes my communication with him. That changes my perspective. It changes the way I treat him in bed. It changes the way I treat him throughout the day. It changes the way I think about him, talk to him, interact with him, all of these different things. And when I change those things, because for a moment I remembered what I was aiming for, then it, it keeps just spiraling into good, good things. It just keeps going. It just keeps filling up more and more and giving me more to be grateful for and more good things, even in the midst of difficult things, even in times where I have felt like, man, I don't like you. That pops up and I go, okay, I have to work through this because I want to like him and I do like him and he's my best friend. And it just gives you that reset. So put it as post-it notes all around on the mirror, whatever it is that you are, are looking for, are aiming for, are needing, are believing for, um, are hoping for whatever you know is good, whatever is good. Think about those things. Think about what is good. Hold them tight to you. Keep them close. Your words, your thoughts are crazy, crazy, crazy impactful. And one of the other things that I just had as a side note is I think it can be difficult when you actually start getting into the act of sex and feeling disappointed in different areas or 
confused or there's hurts or there's pains, um, you can kind of ruminate on those things and focus on the negative. And so I want to teach you one more small thing, which is just called stop thoughts, interrupting thoughts, which is basically, I think I might've actually mentioned this on the podcast before, but if you are having a thought that is negative or you are thinking, you know, I really don't like the way that they do this, or I don't like the way that I've been treated here, or I wish we would do something that I know, you know, we're not going to do. And this is uncomfortable or whatever it is. Um, when you start having those negative thoughts, if they're not productive, if they are not moving you towards good, better, best, if they're not making you feel good and feel motivated and feel ready for change, um, if it's just wallowing and ruminating, stop them. Literally say the word stop in your head. Stop the thought. I really wish stop. I'm just so stop. Can't he just stop? Stop that thought. Replace it. Replace it and say, I'm not going to think that thing. I'm going to think this. I'm going to think I'm so thankful we have a bed to have sex on. I am so thankful for this body that I have. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to love somebody and to care about them. You can use stop thoughts um, really throughout the day, but it is one of the things that I find to be super duper productive in bed because I feel like the enemy really wants to attack our thoughts in bed. He wants us to be thinking selfishly. He wants us to be focusing elsewhere. He wants us to be out of that experience, wanting to bring in thoughts of other people, bring in thoughts of other things that we need to do, thoughts of ungrateful thoughts. And if you use that stop thought technique, um, you are taking control. You're taking control and saying, what am I actually going to think about? Who am I? Where am I going with this? Um, What is productive and what is good and what is light and what is grateful? And to wrap all of this up, the reason I even thought about having this episode is because I have learned a sense of gratefulness in my sex life and I don't even know how to fully communicate this, but it really doesn't matter anymore what happens in our sex life. I'm so grateful. And it has brought a level of joy to my life, a level of pleasure and of intimacy that if I were to, to ruminate on the problems, if I were to be a different person, if I were to be super ungrateful for Kyle and I's relationship or our sex life or my life or intimacy, I, it would suck really. And I've been there too. I've been where I've, all I've thought about is how horrible and awful and this is not good. And, you know, we have problems and we have pain and we have issues and, and all it did was compound those things. If your sex life sucks, being grateful will change that. And that's really not fun to hear because sometimes, like I said at the beginning, you don't always want to be grateful when things suck, but for your own sake, I don't even want you to even like think about, I mean, 
it's nice good like think about being how grateful will you know being grateful will help them that's awesome but for your own sake be grateful to increase your own beauty your own pleasure your own joy no matter what else is going on you are giving a gift to yourself by being a grateful person and being ungrateful doesn't do anything for you and it doesn't you know make things with that person any better um I know that I've used ungratefulness in the past or anger or bitterness or whatever like hoping like you know that it would influence them or they'd feel bad about this or they would see how much I'm hurting and feel pity or sympathy for me that doesn't do anything for anyone all it creates is more negativity If I want to have an amazing sex life, which I do, and I have one, I'm grateful. I'm so, so grateful. So I hope that you go forward and take the opportunity to really bless yourself in this way and love on yourself in this way and increase and make a more beautiful, wonderful life in this way by being a grateful, positive partner in the bedroom. All right, friends, that's all I have for you this week. I will see you here on the Passion Connected podcast next week on a Wednesday morning.